This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the March 13th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. As I started to write today, I was mulling over some of what I have read in the last few days and thought, maybe we are nearing peak crazy. Still crazy, but possibly we are finally at the crest of the crazy wave. Quick hitters, the Academy Awards were last night, like I care. NCAA basketball March Madness begins, I care a little. A student at a Canadian Catholic high school was suspended for saying that men are men and women are women, and he used the Bible to support his position. The student, Josh Alexander, did this after, quote, female students complained to me that they were concerned because males were using their washrooms, end quote. Reuters has a piece on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis gaining potential voters by waging, quote, cultural warfare over education, end quote. That sounds like he initiated the fight. In my mind, he did not start the fight. He just had the guts and the good sense to fight back. China is trying to increase its influence in South America. China has brokered a deal, maybe a path, between Iran and Saudi Arabia to ease tension. One would think that would be great news, though I worry about the impact it has on Iran's nuclear program. The UK is increasing sales of submarine technology and components to Taiwan. The Manhattan District Attorney may be getting closer to filing criminal charges against Trump for paying a porn star money to keep quiet about a sexual tryst that they may have had. I'm missing the crime. Junior doctors in the UK are striking for better pay. Junior doctors are qualified doctors and often have a bit of experience. Per a Reuters article citing the doctors' union, The initial pay is $17.04 per hour. Roll that number around in your head. $17 an hour. A federal judge ruled that the Biden administration's policy of releasing illegal immigrants was unlawful. Duh. Not sure why it took so long to figure that out. Moving on. Two banks have been closed due to financial issues. Why? Thinking a bit more about the SVB Bank, which happened first, I think there were five main factors. FYI, SVP stands for Silicon Valley Bank. Back to the five factors. Higher interest rates due to inflationary policies by our government and the Federal Reserve that then needed to be reined in by higher interest rates. Banks rely on paying depositors less than they receive from the loans they give out. What they pay depositors is short-term. Loans tend to be long-term. And per the Wall Street Journal, they had so much in deposits and so little call for the money that they invested in federal bonds. Inflation caused the value of the loans or the federal bonds to be worth less in the resale market because they pay a lower interest rate than the higher current interest rates. The bank's customers were not doing as well and needed some of their deposits. Once a bank is viewed as weak, depositors start taking their money out, creating a run on the bank. I link to a Bloomberg article by Jenny Serain, Tracy Alloway, and Katanja Johnson titled SVB Failure Sparks Blame Game Over Trump-Era Regulatory Rule. 
Basically, some of the requirements and restrictions from Dodd-Frank, a bill that came out of the 2008 financial crisis, were eased during the Trump administration on regional banks. This was done by a congressional bill and signed by Trump. Michael Beschlosch is a presidential historian, and he opines on MSNBC. Here is what he said about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis per the linked Huffington Post article. He said that DeSantis has tried to turn himself from, quote, a sort of nondescript political leader and member of Congress into a local Mussolini in Florida with the book banning and the brutal tactics and even this week the suggestion that bloggers have to register with the state for the honor of writing about the governor and other political leaders, end quote. Mussolini, really? You're going to go with the second-rate fascist because of what? Well, I guess because DeSantis bans books. To my knowledge, DeSantis has not banned a single book. Per the linked article, what some are calling book bans are not having sexually explicit material in kindergarten through 12 libraries. Book bans were typically burning and outlawing of books so no one could read them. You would think a historian would know that. Brutal tactics. I'm not sure what Beschloss means by brutal tactics. In today's snowflake culture, maybe saying I disagree with you is considered brutal. But making bloggers register with the state to be able to write about the governor, that sounds bad. Per the linked article, a Florida state senator did file a bill towards that end, and DeSantis says he does not support the bill. It takes real talent to get so much wrong in such a short piece. But presidential historian Michael Beschloss succeeded. Maybe it is out there, but I can't find it that Beschloss or MSNBC apologized. You would think they would because so many correctly called bullshit. Governor of California Gavin Newsom says, quote, California will cease all its business with Walgreens, end quote, per the linked article by Gregory Krieg and Nathaniel Meyerson. Why? Because the government feels they cowered, quote, to the extremists and put women's lives at risk, end quote. What deeply troubling action did Walgreens take as they cowered? It involves the abortion drug Mifepristone, which until recently could only be administered at a clinic. The FDA recently ruled that pharmacies could sell it with a prescription, though I think some special pharmacist training was required. Walgreens, they would not sell the drug in states where abortions were illegal or in states that said the pill had to be distributed via a clinic. This was after the attorneys generals for a number of states sent them a letter saying, don't do it or you will be in trouble. For following the law on a state-by-state basis, The bully that is California said they will no longer do business with Walgreens. California seems to be insisting that Walgreens violate state laws. Hey, isn't that a crime? To encourage or blackmail someone to violate a law. This could get fun. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.